The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Oh, I want to go live to a place called Dikanka uh, to talk to Eugene O'Sullivan, who's from a place called Bantry. Eugene, good morning to you. Morning, PJ. Oh, that's a great connection, and th- that's fantastic. So you're in a place called Dikanka. Give me the geography. How close are you to, say, the Russians at this point? Well, we're roughly about an hour from the Russian border. Um, if you have a map there in front of you, you see Kiev. Yes. And then if you go to the right of Kiev, between Kiev and Kharkov, which is to the east, you'll see a city called Poltava. Yes. Then we're 30 kilometers north of Poltava city. Okay. okay. Now, if you look further up, just, just north of Poltava, you'll see a city called Sumy. Yeah. Now, yesterday, Russian tanks rolled into the city of Sumy. Uh, all that area, I understand, is under Russian control now. Right. And they're moving, they're moving south. Sorry, they're moving south from the north. And they're also moving from the south up north from the Black Sea area. Right. So and then they're also moving from the east, coming from the east as well. It's a three-pronged attack. Okay. Now, this morning, Kiev is under huge bombardment. It looks like if they can get the government in Kiev and get the president, that Kiev will fall. It may not be that easy. They could, it could turn out to be something like Sarajevo, it could, I could be all wrong in what I'm saying, PJ. It depends on how fast the government will fall here. You're you're convinced they will fall, though, are you? <laughs> they don't have, they don't have the military might of what the Russians have. But ground warfare is totally different. At the moment, they're taking out all strategic targets. Military targets belong to the Ukrainian military. Uh, countries under martial law, martial law means that Ukrainian military have the right to come into your apartment, they have the right to take your vehicle, they have the right to take anything. You have no rights as a citizen. You do what you're told. If you're told to work, you do it, and you don't ask questions. Yeah. So there are, are there soldiers in the streets of Dikanka, for example? No, no, not at the moment, and there's no tanks in here yet, but Will they be in here later today? Will they be in tomorrow? Yeah. I don't know because we R- only roughly for the sake of for the yeah. sake of you know localizing it, being a Bantry man, Eugene. Let's let's imagine you were in Bantry. How close is the nearest tank? The closest tank would be probably maybe an hour away from us. Right, right. So back in the city, maybe. Back in the two cities, there in the city of Kharkov, which you see is east. It's only about 40 kilometers from the Russian border. Right, right. Which is only about a 30, 40 minute drive. Yeah, so we imagine, we imagine, say, you being in Bantry and there being tanks in Bandon kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's that's the best way to put it in perspective. Um, What happens? Hard to tell. I would say anybody who is here and who is Irish, don't try to get out. Because... I've driven here, and it's not boasting or anything about whether I've driven or not. I have driven along the road <clears throat> from the Polish border all the ways east as far as Kharkov, and I know that road very, very well. And if you're trying to get out, you could leave here, 
but every fuel, every filling station may have run out of fuel, or there's a shortage of fuel, or there's a big queue of two or three hours. The Ukrainian military may have the road blocked. In the meantime, the Russian military may have captured that area. Right. So you're better off to stay put where you are. And I feel sorry, maybe for surrogate couples who yes. are here now trapped that they can't get out. Even if you're in the city of Lviv, which is in, in the very, very west of Ukraine, about, it's about roughly 35 minute drive to the border. But mm. if there's a queue there and you're maybe eight, 10, maybe two days at the border, how are you going to care for a small infant child? You're better off to stay in Lviv until, until this will die down. I mean, it can't go on forever. Do you feel Sorry. in danger yourself, Eugene? Look, if something happens, it happens, but there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, yeah. You just have to get on, get on with it. Where I am, look, it's the same as if I arrived here so far. Maybe I'm one of the lucky ones. I think if you're in a bigger city, it's a lot more dangerous. I'm only, I'm only in an area where there's a population of roughly about 8,000 people. There's no mili military infrastructure here. So why would you want to bomb someplace where there is nothing to bomb? Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I read and, I, saw, and yeah. I heard a lot overnight, Eugene, about any young man between the age of, is it 16 and 60, is now forbidden yes. to leave the country. Yeah, I was just coming to it. <laughs> Two yeah. minds think alike. Yes, that's correct. And um, my wife was out this morning and she said at the local cinema was a group of men that were reservists from here being called up. And she said they may never again come back alive. Yeah, it's conscription, isn't it? They're being conscripted. Yeah, it's conscription, yeah. yeah. yeah and you can't leave the country. And uh, basically... Uh, the military are in control, the Ukrainian military are in control. It's like the president has said, you're taking over, you do what's needed. Mm. Or you do what's needed as regards dealing, I'm talking about the Ukrainian military. Yeah. But Ukrainian military, look, I have to be honest, they'll do their best, but how can you do your best if you don't have the if you don't have the manpower to do it? I mean the manpower if you don't if you don't have the weapons, I mean the key to any battle usually is coming from the sky. Yes. And all their air defenses are taken out. Yeah. They're outgunned and they're out and they're outnumbered. Yeah. Outgunned, they're outnumbered. Yeah. Tell me your own story, Eugene. What takes you from Bantry to Dikanka? I'm here with about back and forth with about twenty years. So I know the area pretty well. I came here on the 12th of December because I hadn't been here for a year, which was the longest time ever because of COVID. Mm. And I said, now when I'm coming, I'm going to make up for the last time. And I was going to stay here end of April, start of May, roughly. Right. Now, I have been told by the Department of Communications and the Irish Embassy to get out. They have told everybody to get out, get out. All easy to say that. I would prefer to be here now than being in Ireland. If I couldn't make contact, I wouldn't know what's going on. Yes. You've you've a wife there and and a son. Yes, my wife and son is here. Yep. Yeah. So I'm happier here because I know what's happening. But if I was in Ireland, I wouldn't be. I'd be a nervous wreck. Yeah, yeah. Are you working there, Eugene? Yeah, I do some welding and engineering here. I see. Now, anybody who is from the Kanka here, as I speak now, everything is okay. Mm. Afternoon, will there be tanks in here? I can't tell you that. Uh, I don't know. 
That, that, that is frightening, though. And again, bring it into a local geographical context here in Cork. Yeah, you're in Bantry, and the tanks are in Bandon, and you don't know yep. what's going to happen or when. Mm-hmm. And, like, can you do something? Like, is, is there any semblance of life? Like, can you wander down to the shop and get a newspaper and... You can go down to the shop, yeah, you can go down, but you must always have identification with you. You must always have your passport with you at all times. Yeah. Which is fair enough. That's not a problem. Yeah. But everybody is asked to really stay inside, stay out of harm's way. Yeah. My biggest worry is that if you have some Ukrainian who is a Kalashnikov and sees a Russian tank and open fires from it, from a building and you're maybe in the second floor and they're up on the top floor well that building will probably be taken out oh goodness me that's what you have to be careful and this is what the russians will face as well they will face sporadic gunfire coming from buildings and they will be in among the civilian population and this is where the casualties will happen yeah but again again as i preach it's the big cities are the most dangerous place to be in. Sure. And and on that subject, like people are predicting or have been predicting since very early morning, tanks could well roll into those big wide streets of Kiev today. Uh, like, could that be the end of the aggression or just the start? What do you think? I think Kiev will be a bloodbath. That is what I think. Unless they, they get to the president first and that the president will... Uh, concede defeat that's the only way that I can see any bloodbath being being um, prevented from being happening yeah. now will the president do that of Ukraine I don't know if he does it he'll be considered a traitor so he's caught between a rock and a hard place to see yeah. we've seen pictures of, of people hurt and bandaged and Grannies, oh, yeah, old ladies with guns, and we've seen pictures of people cowering in those subways, those huge subways yeah. of Kiev, because that's the only place that's I have been in them. actually safe. I have been in them, PJ. Yeah. I have been in them when I was in Kiev, and uh, there isn't enough because Kiev has almost three million people. Yeah, <laughs> you can't pack three million people into all of the subways; it just won't won't work. How are you going to manage with toilet facilities, etc.? Yeah, yeah. You can only pack so much in there. I know. I know. And is there anywhere safe, for example, in where you are? Is there anywhere safe where in, 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 in yeah, where, where I am here? Yeah, where I am. I have a cellar here. We're on the second floor of the building. Underneath me is a cellar, and we can go down in there if need be. Right. And are there, people, nice are there people carrying guns in the streets of Dikank? No, no. No? No. No. It's a normal day like you would be in Bandon or any other, or walking down Patrick Street in Cork. Yeah. The, the, the Department of Foreign Affairs is, is saying that if anybody who's there at the moment wants to get out, they're doing their no, best. But don't. Don't? Don't don't get out now, I would say. Stay put. It's safer. Because if you get out uh, and you're going to get stuck on a queue at, at any border, I mean, the queues must be massive there, and you're going to get stuck. You could be stuck there for two two days. How are you going to manage? How are you going to sleep? You'll have no facilities. And as I said, like a surrogate couple with a small baby, how are they going to manage? Everybody's scrambling at the border to get out. Mm. You're better off to stay where you are and stay with the people you know. 
You frightened, Eugene? Yesterday morning, yes, because I got a shock. I didn't expect there would be an invasion, let's be honest. Mm. I was really taken by surprise. I thought it was really a bluffing game because, look, these Russian troops have been around the Ukrainian border with over a year. Yeah. And everybody was saying, ah, that's only just uh, uh, trying to get more concessions and using it as a lever. But yesterday morning, I got some surprise when the air raid sirens went off at 7 a.m. A lot of people were saying yesterday, I was talking to A.D. Roach here on the programme, and it happened within hours of her fear that the Russians had taken control of Chernobyl. Yeah. Should we yeah, be Chernobyl. worried about that? What can you do about it? I mean, they're not going to blow it up because if you do blow up Chernobyl, you're going to have a huge uh, problem with more radiation, which yeah. will affect the Russians themselves more. That would be a bit like shooting yourself on the foot. Yeah, they took it as a strategic prize, though, like a strategic trophy to them. What is in Chernobyl? There's nothing. nothing. Only That's a, just only it. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to take Chernobyl. There, there's, there's nothing there at the moment. Yeah. And, and anyway, who, who would want Chernobyl? It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, sorry about that other lady. I just heard her on there earlier about her father. There's many people in that situation, and uh, I, there's, there's no way she is correct. There's no way that that man can get out of Ukraine. Not a hope. Even fit people can't get out of Ukraine. Let alone, let alone where he is located so far east. Mm-hmm. You're there back and forth with quite some time. I, I imagine that at this stage you probably have a working knowledge of the language, do you? Uh, I have a bit of Russian, but right. not Ukrainian. I tell you, Russian is more widely spoken, that's why. So I believe, but, actually, yeah, so I believe, yeah. And, and I think Ukrainian is quite a difficult language to learn as well from anyone that's ever told me. But uh, can, you, can you make, you know, like any Irishman gets interested in the politics of where he's living. Can you understand what's going on politically from the media and where this might go? You can guess it yourself as well. Uh, I do have a good handle on politics, but I got it wrong. I admit that I got it wrong about the invasion. I didn't think there would be an invasion. That's being honestly. And I even preached that. Yeah. And, but anyway, I put up, I just admit I was wrong on that. Well, you know what? You're there, you're alive, you're safe. And, and, and that, as it is, is that's as much as you can ask for at the moment. But your advice to anybody is stay put. Yes, yeah, stay put. I don't know what the Department of Foreign Affairs are saying, but don't try to get out just now because you're going to make a situation that's already bad a hundred times worse if you get stuck somewhere where you can't go back or forward. Okay, all right. And you- if you don't know the language, you're lost. Eugene, I wish you well. Um, I wish you safety. It's what, do you know what I wish nice you? That's why I wish you safety. Nice talking to you, PJ. You and your Take family. care. Take care of yourself. That's Eugene O'Sullivan from Bantry, living in a place called Dikanka. Courts 96 FM.